Hi, welcome to Suplex Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Chris. No Seth today. Yeah, he's uh, he is in a um, deadly battle with a kidney stone, which is the worst. Yeah, I. It's the he does, probably doesn't want me to real reveal this on the podcast, but in all of our uh, decade plus long friendship, the only time I've seen him cry is from one time and a kid in kidney stone pain Ugh. and it's rough that is rough i i That's can't a... i can't super relate i've only had one and i didn't know i had it till it was too late <coughs> uh, excuse me and so yeah uh you know our thoughts I, he loves thoughts and prayers go to seth thoughts and prayers we 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 uh we we want him for 100 so yeah. <clears throat> it's it's like UFC wanted Brock Lesnar for UFC 100. It's to that scale with Gosh, sets. was it that long ago that it was 100 and Dude, not 200? For... <laughs> Do you remember UFC 100? It was like the most stacked card ever. Yeah. It, the, gosh, that feels like it was so long ago. Oh, I, dude, um, I think it was a long time ago. But, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so Sorry to everybody for recording late. We're I think we're still going to drop today. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going to drop today. But, uh. Uh, life hit today Seth being and I Thursday pretty hard. It hit Seth definitely harder. Yeah, it just However, knocked Chris's internet out. Yeah, my I was in the middle of doing a regional uh, director call or a regional meeting, and it decided to uh, cancel out. And I was doing a PowerPoint presentation, and I never was able to get back on. And then I got that trusted Xfinity update that said there are outages in your area. You know, first world problems, but just giving you guys the scoop as to why uh we didn't record yesterday and uh i want to give props to david who's been very calm the past two days i know he's been annoyed and frustrated <laughs> so i like just, to be on time for the people i want to give a shout out to david for <clears throat> getting better as a human <laughs> because last year or the year before that he wouldn't have been very pleasant or happy so He's growing as a as a character. If sure. you were a video game character, who would you be right um, now in this stage of your life? Oh gosh, this, <laughs> this is a good segment. That, if I had time to think about it, you don't uh, have to answer that. I just wanted to be stupid. I I mean I don't know. I I like to uh, fashion myself as um I I have no clue. I'd have I'll have to get back to you on that. We'll, get back. We'll do that next week. Look forward to that segment next week. Okay. I'm well, in because I want to be able to think about it and really absolutely. Like, I just want to find you... my spirit video game character. I wanted to see if you'd be nervous enough to say a character and it be like like Toadette or something. Uh, like I no, just want no, to no. see if you'd blurt out an answer. <laughs> no, if anything, I'm like the uh, I'm like the little caterpillar in Mario, the Wiggler. Okay. Yes. Where you just get real mad when you get bonked. Okay. Um. So. But That's maybe a good one. I, I, there's there's definitely better examples. Think about it. Definitely think about it. <clears throat> but if you can extra hear my coughs and my breathing, I'm sorry. I'm getting used to a new mic. I just got because Best Buy had their, you know, summer Black Friday in July or whatever it's called. Oh, um, Dad's grad. Is it that one? No, no, no. It was like legit. The Black Friday was in the copy. Okay. Okay. Um, but I got a upgraded mic 
and it came with Fallout 76, which I haven't played yet. Wow. But it, uh, I might give that a shot. I might just try to pawn it off on someone else. Or I, so I just don't that care. That eBay life, that flip life. Yeah. So let's talk about what we played this week. We've avoided Let it a little bit, but I want to get into it because I, I did a real deep dive into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 this week. Nice. I haven't beat it yet. But I've played a solid amount of Infinity Trials. Okay. And I am at the point in the story where we are starting to deal with... We're about to deal with mutants. We're about to go deal with mutants. So I'm about Ooh. to get more characters. Yeah, baby. Are you, are you there yet? No. So um, I don't want to do not want to do spoilers, dude, because like some of the... Some of the places you go are like such a cool surprise. Yeah, it's it's weird because I I definitely I agree with you. <clears throat> what's the so instead then what's the latest character you've unlocked? Okay, the latest character I unlocked. Because then I can tell where you're at in the story. I think. Let me let me try to let me put my mind to it. I think the tr the the trio of heroes that you have to fight. Oh, the because, champions. That's um, that's so, what they're called in uh in the comics. It's the, kind the, of Marvel's version of the Teen Titans. Yes, 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 the champions. Yep, absolutely, yeah. So I fought them um and I fought that villain and I loved it. I was so happy. Um So yeah, that's that's where I'm at, but I think I've played a little bit farther than that, but I haven't got to the area past that one. So you got Miles, Kamala, and Spider Gwen. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so you the characters you get in this game are real good. Um, oh yeah. I'm I'm a little bit for I'm further than you, of course. How far um, you think? Uh, probably about two hours. Okay. I'm really excited for you to get as far as me because there's some really good jokes. Um, just just keep an eye out and and I would say add him to your party because. I know that this joke had to have been said only because he was in my party. Okay. But the moment you can get Daredevil, put him in your party. Oh, absolutely. That's going to happen. Because sure. there's a lot of weird in jokes to the Netflix show. Yes. In the script. Like okay. he he goes out of his way to joke about how much he loves fighting in hallways, <laughs> which is literally the best thing ever. And the joke happens like 3 times. But each time it's still just yeah, this is a hallway fight. They oh, they dude. they specifically engineered this to be a hallway fight. That's amazing. And <laughs> it's That's it's so good. It's really neat and and it's blatant and it's fun. Uh I'm really I'm really loving it. I'm man, I tell you what, I was not a sucker for the trials in like Arkham Asylum, like the Arkham games and stuff. Yes, yes. But I'm really enjoying these Infinity Trials. I've only done two. Uh, I'm still getting used to the way in which it wants you to work on them. Right. I also just wanted to get a taste of the Infinity Trials, so I didn't set up a party to like deal with that certain villain, which I think is a cool aspect of the game. There's definitely parties that you need to bring into certain Infinity Trials to do like yes. three-star them. Which is oh, a yeah, good for element sure. for the game to add. And uh, I did one that I just wanted to see how it worked, so I didn't really set up my party. But now I have the party in mind that I want to use when I go back to the trial. 
So that's one of the other things I love. This game is very menu heavy, which on a level is frustrating, but there is a level of depth there that I feel I didn't expect. I definitely did not expect there to be this much depth in the You gotta appreciate it, yeah. Right. And I've, I've just, I've been, I can't say enough about how much I've been enjoying it. I really am going out of my way to play it before I jump into Fire Emblem. Okay. I was going to ask you because you were you were hardcore ready for Fire Emblem. Like you were you were like uh Creed when he's <laughs> walking down to fight freaking handsome whatever that dude's name is and he's just like slamming his gloves together. Yeah. That's, that's I, the level you were at for Fire Emblem. So it's, I am still that level. <laughs> and I'm interesting I am, to see you're waiting. I am envious. But the problem is I know exactly what Fire Emblem is going to do to me. You know what it entails. Yeah. Your and body, your social life, your mental health state. There's there's a bit of news that is kind of sad that I'm actually happy about because Fire Emblem is still in the chamber. I think so I know. We'll, I think, we'll I, know what I, think I know bit. what it is. I think I know what it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying Ultimate Alliance. I... The Gears beta, once again, was last weekend. Still, I didn't get to play it, which is frustrating. I didn't get to play it either. But, I, man, that's such a bummer. I know, dude. It's I'm really sad. It, I mean, it's coming out soon, so you don't yeah. got to worry too much. But it's, it is so good. And I, I don't have too much else that I have played. I've been okay. wanting to casually jump back into Stardew Valley, but I... I don't think I can do that. Um, I mainly want to do that because Marianne is like, I, she's she doesn't know I did this, but I, <laughs> I looked at her game time, on because on the friends app you can see how much time your friends have spent in games, mm-hmm. and she spent over like a hundred and twenty hours in Stardew Valley, Bruh. which is so impressive. Uh, and I I believe that'll maybe scratch the surface of how far I get into Fire Emblem with how many storylines there are to play in there. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm still doing that. I Man, I want to talk about some news, but I really want to get to what you've played. What Okay. What have you played? So, along uh, with the board game story you said you need to tell me. Yes, I do need to tell you that. I so uh, miraculously, I finished two games this week, which Ooh. is which is nuts. Oh snap! I finished one too. Oh, uh, you did? Completely forgot. What'd you finish? I finished Devil May Cry Five. Nice, finally. Yeah, I I did it. Um, I loved it. I I definitely it's suplex certified. I've talked a lot about the game before because I have dragged it out. All the stuff I said before still stands. I think it's a nearly perfect devil may cry game it's probably the best one in the series nice um i i definitely love four but five was just everything i could have wanted it to be and so i put that on the suplex certified list i don't want to go too much into it because i've gone into how much i liked it before already so there you go okay congrats dude i'm go glad out you got play to that game it's getting put on sale more and more often now. So more and more frequently. So for real. So I was able to finish gears. Finally. 
Oh, snap. And yeah. Okay. We finished, we finished it last night. Um, that last act is phenomenal, dude. I wish the Oh yeah. I wish the whole game would have been that. Um, I don't know. It was too ridiculous. You think? I yes. So the fact that you and I mean we're well past the more oh, no. spoilers. Yeah, we're about to get the four. Yeah. But the fact that you like pilot a giant mech <laughs> is so it's so and I mean this is what I wanted to talk about. It's so tonally different from oh, everything absolutely. in Gears. Absolutely. I mean, granted, in like Gears Two, you had Dizzy and that weird scarab type thing, yes, right. Mm-hmm. But piloting a mech is so insane. I had a blast. Oh yeah, and no, it's the, awesome. The mech has cover mechanics, and I was like, man, this is phenomenal. And like, just being able to take on a Swarmok like head to head without like freaking the hell out was such an insane feeling that like you could one v one a Swarmak and potentially win. I mean, granted you can beat a Swarmak by yourself as a person, but it takes a good five to 10 minutes depending right. on your difficulty. And so to be able to be a mech and take this thing on one by one, cause there's been brew mocks since the first game. So to be able to death match this thing was phenomenal. I just thought the pacing was so well done. Once it hit that extravagant point of getting like the old characters back and getting the feel like the story, I feel like didn't find itself until like act three or four. It doesn't, so, it doesn't find itself till after you find Marcus. Absolutely. I feel like it drags until that point. And it's, it's, that's where it really of, puts on the foot on the gas. Yeah. It's a point of reference of, I think the casting for the characters is great for, you know, JD, um, Dell and Kate. I think the casting was phenomenal. Like the voice actors, they just really, you 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 threw them into this world that we haven't been in for however long. Con, you know, Marcus is, you know, you got to think Marcus is late 50s, 60s. Right. And he's got a full-grown kid. Yeah, Dom's Tomatoes, dude. He's got a full-grown kid that we've never got to meet with a huge, like, rich history. And, you know, guys, we're going to talk about spoilers. I'm sorry. Anya's dead, and we have, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, so much has happened if you care about the lore in the universe. And I don't know if it's addressed in the books or not. To, but to just to just throw three brand new characters who really don't do it for the audience by themselves was an interesting choice to start. It was just an in, it was just interesting. I It's suplex certified for me, the campaign is. But let me tell you, up until Act 3, it wasn't. I hated fighting the DBs. They were so boring. They're emotionless. There's something about headshotting a locust in comparison to head sh- or a swarm, sorry, than a DB. And I don't know if you relate to that at all, but I, I, I had trouble with the DBs. In most video games, I find that when they when they add robots as an enemy, it's way less satisfying. Yeah. So like in in my opinion, a little bit like in Halo, when they added the Prometheans, uh-huh. they were basically robots on a level. I mean they were terrifying, but it's I just think they're kind of boring. No, I I, I totally agree with you. I but totally. the problem is I also love fighting the fallen and stuff in Destiny and mm-hmm. the Vex. So the Vex are the, the Vex robot. are cool. So I don't know. It's it's weird. But yeah, the also the DBs were cheap. Yeah. Like the 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 mechanics they had were very, oh, 
No, absolutely. Yeah. I uh, And so to come full circle to the other game I beat where I actually am with you on fighting robots is I also beat Wolfenstein 2. And I plowed through that game. I loved it. I loved the story arcs. There's this scene, and I don't want to offend anybody, but the game's about killing Nazis. So if this offends you, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm actually I'm not really that sorry. There's this scene where BJ Blaskovitz is he to infiltrate the German compound. He's pretending to be this actor who's supposed to play him in a movie, and this scene is a good 15 minutes long in and out of cutscenes, and it's phenomenal, dude. Adolf Hitler shows up and starts killing actors who aren't good enough. And just the writing and the way BJ like composes himself, because you know BJ wants to just get up and literally tear this guy's head off. But the way they wrote the story for BJ to compose himself and to have restraint to not take out Adolf and to do the crazy, mundane, ridiculous things that Adolf's asking him to do, it was just such good writing. And to have that contrast of serious writing into the goofy just hyperbole that makes Wolfenstein to, Wolfenstein fun to the combat. I I loved it. I, I really wish you could get into it. I think if you I think all Wolfenstein games hit their stride a couple hours in and you have to kind of trudge and power through. I think Wolfenstein 2 does a better job at starting than Wolfenstein than the first Wolfenstein did. Okay. But anyways, I finished it. I loved it. I cannot wait to play uh Young Blood which is getting so so reviews all around. I'll probably play that one co op and then play it single player. A lot of publications are saying that you should just play it single player, which is frustrating. But I'll get I'll, uh, I'll get my own opinion on it, and I'll have that soon. I have heard that Young Blood should be played two players. Ah, okay. Because the AI is hot trash, apparently. That makes that's, me feel better. That makes me feel better. That's what I've heard. Um, which, I mean, should make you feel better on a level, but it also should be like. I mean, come on, get it like AI shouldn't be bad at this point. We... I'm also I'm a little worried about taking a step away from BJ. Not that I don't want female lead characters because I love Laura Croft. I love Aloy. So I don't want to hear I don't want to have that trash thrown at me because I love female characters. I'm a little nervous because BJ is such like a dominant, prominent character and you can tell that the that his daughters that they put in the game are kind of fulfilling that like edgy kind of personality trait. Right. And I just don't know if I'll resonate. I resonate with BJ as a character. I don't know if I'll resonate with kind of hipster, edgy teenagers. Right. Guy or girl. Right. So, yeah. Wolfenstein. I, I was wanting to vaguely talk about that a little bit. So I did. We did. I, did. I beat it. I'm super excited. And then I, I did play some Ultimate Alliance. We talked about that. I love it. My fa- uh, Surprisingly, my favorite character right now is Luke Cage. He's awesome. Ooh, what's your current lineup? Current so, lineup, by the way, I've been posting my lineups when I change them in the Discord, if you <coughs> are interested. Me. Current lineup, if I remember correctly, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, is Luke Cage. Kamala Khan, I think Miles and Cap. All right, so I've got Cap, <coughs> Cap, Peter Parker, Daredevil, and Kamala Khan. So I just don't have Daredevil yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get him 
Do you have you don't have Iron Fist yet either? So. Oh, I can't wait for the Iron Fist. Yeah. I, my I'm, boy Danny. I'm really excited to get Cyclops <laughs> and then to put him in the trash. So, I'll never Dude, use him. Your hatred. I hate Cyclops. Can I? Stupid. Can I get? Can I give a hot take real quick on Ultimate Alliance? What? I think Iron Man's trash. Well, yeah, no, I've. I mean, I'm with you. I, I well, in the game or just in general. I I don't like Iron Man in like the universe, but I'm not going to hate on him. But I think in the game, Iron Man is trash. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm with you on that. I'll never use him. I don't like Iron Man. Star Lord is also trash. Ooh, okay. I mean, I didn't use him in the game yet, so. I just don't like any any of the characters who are limit, limited to just firing weapons. It's it's tough to use them, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll maybe have one. Like I have, I was using Black Widow for a while, just because I like I liked switching between like the blades and her gun, but I tend to go for just brawler melee type characters with aerial attacks and stuff. I feel like that's that's uh, more what I'm going for in the game. Right. Which I'm so excited to get Daredevil, obviously, and Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be running a Defender Squad, basically. I can't wait. Um, all right. So with that, let's uh, we'll get into a little bit of plugs and then news. So um, as always, you can find us at Suplex of Sticks on all of our social media. We will have the links in the show notes if you scroll up or just click the three little dots on whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, most apps have gone to that formula of having three little dots to get more information. So, you know, we, we have that in there. And we also have our Patreon, which I want to be very clear about. We, we've started with some tiers on there. So we're going to we're working on some segments for some of the people that give more because higher tiers you get more influence of course um but this show is like a hundred not like it is a hundred percent listener supported <laughs> we don't take any of the money for ourselves you know we're, we're nah. doing this because we love it so it, it all goes to improving the show for you and for hosting the show so big shout out uh because when we get new subscribers on patreon we'll give you a shout out um, and your the highest tier will their name will be in the show notes, so you can always see them in their glory. Um, starting next week, the so big shout out to David and Melissa and to Colin. We appreciate your support and are forever grateful. And I wish I had more to give you, but I promise the show is just going to get better from here on out. Thanks Agreed. for your support. Thank you, Thank you guys. I appreciate yeah. it. And if you want to give for only a month or like you, you only can, you can start and then cancel. And for that month, your name will be on the show or you'll get some influence on whatever we're doing. So yeah, you can also do that by the way, but not too much influence. Cause I'm not talking about call of duty an entire episode. No, that's not happening. <laughs> I mean, we're, we have to draw a line. There's only so much you can talk about with Call of Duty that hasn't been said. And you know what else we draw a line in? Omaha Steaks. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had to. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, just That's patreon.com slash suplex of sticks. The link will be in the show notes, and I'm going to actually post it on our Facebook. I haven't posted it on the Facebook yet. So 
it got reactivated this week and I actually had to let David and Melissa know because we reactivated our Patreon after deactivating it and, and it had it their just, stuff on it still. It just yeah. assumed they still wanted to give us money. And so I had to let everyone know. Yeah. Hey, uh just letting you know if you want to stop giving us money, that's fine. Good on you, dude. So, you're such a you're a good person. You see what I mean? You're a good guy. Thank you. I don't you're welcome. I don't do it for that, but I'll take it. I you're appreciate it. it. So, let's get into some of the the juicy news. There's So, do we want to drop the bombshell today? That happened. It's not really a bombshell. It's but I was if I if you were talking about earlier what you what I think you were, I was a little I was caught off guard a little bit. What is it? The Shadow Keep? Yeah. Okay. Um I, I'm actually really excited about this. It does show that Bungie is willing to show some restraint and they know the size of their team and they don't want to overwork their employees seemingly. So Shadow Keep is getting delayed by two weeks f- until October. October 1st. 1st. Yep. So that is a good thing. Do you, is it is it for sure? I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. <clears throat> is it for sure crunch culture or is it potentially that they want the free to play players also to be able to catch up with the content? I think it's a little bit of everything. Okay. The, you know, the cross saves are coming before the, sorry, the cross saves are coming before that before the shadow keep drop i think that the free-to-play stuff is launching october 1st also okay I, it's all being pushed to october 1st so i could be wrong on that but no i, I think you're okay so okay so they would still start at the same time exactly gotcha, gotcha gotcha so that's it's a bummer but it's also good it gives you more time to do all the destiny stuff you need to do and, and- it's not like September's not missing content. No, Borderlands Three just went gold. We have Gears coming, and I, I think need, Gear, I think Gears is gold too. Yeah, I need time in other games. Link, so it's, it's guys, it's a mess. It's yeah, literally September's, a mess. September's going to be fun. I've got to get all 150 hours of Fire Emblem out of the way in this next. Good month. grief! So because I'm going to play it twice probably. I literally think I threw up in my mouth and swallowed <laughs> it when you said that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be good, man. No, I'm, ex- uh, I'm super excited for you, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to play it and you to tell me about it because I will not be playing it. Uh, that's a bummer. But you, it's it might be too life semi for you on a level. So we, I want to get into uh, something I alluded to earlier. Uh I traded in a game that I was pretty high on earlier in the year <laughs> because I was really mad about it. Um, but Rage 2 released its roadmap for updates. And <laughs> nowhere in this roadmap for updates did they say, oh, we're going to add more waypoints for fast travel. Uh, uh, oh, we're going to make sure that the game doesn't freeze when you go into the start menu or the upgrade menu. And so... I'm, it just revalidated me trading the game in. The game gotcha. was fun and fine, but if I have to worry about the game freezing and quitting because I'm going to upgrade a gun, it, I really thought they were going to fix that, and I thought it was just a game system thing and not a ecosystem-wide, but apparently it also happens on PC. Huh. So that's terrible, and Bethesda should kind of feel bad. 
I, it's weird because I know I've been so high on it and it was something I definitely overlooked because I was having fun, but man, did it just become a huge pain point later on in my life with that game. That's a bummer. So yeah, that's, they're getting more content by the end of the year. Uh, some quality of life stuff, but none of the quality of life stuff that should probably be getting in my opinion. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And I mean, you've got Borderlands 3 in a month and two weeks, so I mean, you'll be able to scratch that itch very soon. exactly. Let's talk about something big that happened yesterday, which is why I was being a little antsy about recording. Um, Yesterday was the 30th birthday of the Game Boy, which is one of my favorite systems of all time. Huh. And... Did you have a Game Boy, Chris? I did. Yep. Okay. So what? I just want to ask you, what was your favorite game on the Game Boy? I just, I want to talk about the Game Boy for a minute. Oh, dude. Um, I mean, this is like a traditional cliche answer, but I remember dedicating a lot of Tetris time. Oh yeah, me the, too. On the Game Boy, that was like for sure one of like the hot commodities that I played. I never played Pokemon, and I know that that makes you guys so sad. That's crazy to me, but I, I mean, know. I get it. I definitely played um, Legend of Zelda. I think both the the '80s version and the '90s version, right? Is like there was the Legend of Zelda. There was two different ones, or were there? I'll was say it, I never w- played a Zelda on my Game Boy. One was a remake, or what was not it? Not Game to... Boy Color. No, I played. I played uh, Link's Awakening. Sorry, I played Link's Awakening, and I played the original one. Mm. My brain was kind of like, <laughs> um, and then I think I, th- I meant so much of my time was dedicated to Tetris. Like I'm trying to remember a game that really took me away from Tetris, and I just. I was all about Tetris, I feel like. All right. I had a couple. Okay, I had, yeah. I had Give Tetris. Give it to me because you obviously are more – you played more. I, I was like a one-man pony other than like Zelda and Tetris. <laughs> I played Tetris and Pokemon and okay. Pokemon trading card game, Ooh. which was – yeah, it was really cool to have the – it had the, you know, the original 150 and it was the full trading card game. Uh, and you won like booster packs and you fought gym leaders and uh, it was like Hearthstone before Hearthstone was a thing it was really cool Uh, and there was a game I talked to Seth about it a while ago but they released a wave race for Game Boy which I had Ah. which I loved it was was way different than other wave races uh, because it was top down Uh and yeah I love it I love that game. I still have fond memories of it. Just riding a jet ski around and it was a good I think time. I remember like I remember something like that. And then of course the the last one is I had uh I had golf, the Mario Golf. Ah. I, <laughs> okay. I love that game. <laughs> I rem- I have fond memories of playing that in the snow-covered plains of Reno, Nevada when I got my Game Boy. Mm. Hand me down from my aunt Christina at the time. I mean, man, you, so. I mean, you're going back to the day you got that thing, dude. This is. I like remember a, the day I this got is it. A, this is a moment for you, dude. I remember it was a big <laughs> one because I I had never had a handheld before, 
all of my gaming systems had, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Plug it to the wall. Yeah. No, you're right. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was a big moment. I remember getting it, and I had a case, and I had Tetris and uh, Wave Race, and it did not have Pokemon. I had to get Pokemon separate, but. Okay. Yeah. I, re- I remember using my my interrogative skills and my my influencer ability to tell my parents I won't be as annoying in the car if you buy me a Game Boy. Mm. Which, which is funny because now I don't let kiddos get away with that in <laughs> in my profession. But that was definitely – I was that brat. I was that kid who did that in in uh, when I was younger. Um, and, and maybe I wasn't a brat. I'm saying I was a brat. I'm not saying kids who do it are, are brats, but I was definitely a brat. I knew that there was – I knew that I could keep silent in a car and have appropriate behavior. I just wanted to use it as a tool to get this Game Boy. And right, I think, of course. I think they said no, and then I ended up getting it for Christmas or something. So I still won, but I didn't win for the reason I thought I did. So – we we got that. Um, I want to talk about just some just some quick stuff. The Doom got re-released on all the consoles. Dooms one, two, and three the other day, so you can go and get those for twenty bucks total. Dude, that's five, fire! Five bucks each for Doom one and two, and ten bucks for Doom three. That's pretty neat. Uh, there was a very vague announcement. The Outer Worlds is getting released on the Switch. That was insane no release date but you you, it's coming so that's cool it's you know that's a pretty awesome game that's going to get ported to switch you know it just goes to show that the this that thing has some power in it and it's still got some lifespan if it's playing this recent of game scaled down so Mm -hmm. and i want to talk about the switch for a second i know we talk about a lot on the show but i want to talk about them and our old friend ea dude I was literally waiting to talk about this because you know we be toxic. <laughs> we've had friends that have we have I, I say friends loosely. Uh, we have friends in the industry say stupid things like we don't put our game on the switch because it doesn't have enough buttons. Oh yeah, quote Cliff Blazinski, twenty seventeen. <laughs> About that, lawbreakers, you know that, that game great, doesn't exist anymore. That game that has taken the internet by storm. <laughs> um, and now we have EA saying that the reason that they do not put their games on the Switch is because that people would rather buy them on other consoles besides the Switch. Hmm. Yes, which is a, I guess, a move. <sighs> I don't understand it. I yeah. I have a a concrete thought on this. Okay, go. I mean, go for it. You I was going to be more bewildered and frustrated. But if you I, have a concrete Yeah, thought, I have a concrete thought. Do you know how many games I've still considered buying on the Switch even though I have it on a home console? I I mean, hearing you say this feels good because I I definitely did not think you would be one of those people. Well, here's my example. So here's an example that I'm going to give you. Now, EA does not make this game, but here's an example I was going to I'm going to give you. Okay, and then I and then it's going to come full circle. So 
I think a week or two ago, I don't know if you remember this, GameStop was offering the Marvel collection of Lego games for like 20 bucks. I don't know if you remember that. Right. I looked for it on Switch first, and it does not exist. Hmm. I did not buy it. Because in my mind, that's not really a graphically enhanced game that requires the power of my 1S or my Pro. And I would much rather take that. That's such an easy game to play in the car, on the plane, walking a dog. You know, it, it just it seemed more beneficial to me to have it on the Switch. And it doesn't exist. So that company didn't get my money mm-hmm. so let's let's ea is all about making money so not making a game on the switch doesn't make sense because how many people out there would love to play battlefront 2 on the switch a bunch oh how many, man how many you... people would love to see a skate 3 remaster on the switch i would buy that day one these are all ea products i mean Jedi... you're talking about that but like i would just like a fifa on the switch uh, yeah i think fifa is i think fifa is on the switch but it's not uh it doesn't have all the all the components like right. it's it's missing modes so fifa and madden yeah it's i, I want just, madden i don't i don't understand I, like and guys this is the ceo who's saying this give me my nfl street remake absolutely on the switch if we were doing this show live to an audience someone would have said nfl street already I yeah mean, it's it just for for how hungry EA is to like stick up for loot boxes and things like that, and they don't want to make games on the Switch. I just don't even digitally make them digitally. I will say what frustrates me the most is that they released Unraveled Two on the Switch. Yes, I was about to bring Unravel up, but the issue is they did not release Unraveled One, and. I am a person that will go out and buy the first and second game to play the second one. I'm with you. I'm with I you bought Guacamelee 1 and 2. I haven't started the second one yet. I beat the first one. Well, you did that with all the SteamWorld games you played. You started exactly. from the beginning. Yeah, I'm with you. Dude, I'm, you're, we're speaking each other's language. I saw this, and I was like, this is literally an excuse. That's all this is. Yeah, and it's sad. It's very sad. It's, it's frustrating. We're getting... Uh, it's so frustrating. I ooh, I just have a bunch of rage towards it. And <laughs> I I have to calm myself down because it, it's so it's so weird and silly. Like it's EA put Madden and FIFA and weird stuff on the three DS. What is stopping like and people bought it. And Madden was bad on the 3DS, and I bought Oh, yeah. I just, uh, whatever. EA is silly to me. They almost almost don't deserve my attention anymore. They, yeah, it's a... Whatever. A respawn, I feel like, is keeping keeping them going, in my opinion, and their sports titles. And are you telling me, because, like, the new Star Wars is being developed on Unreal... Are you telling me that you wouldn't play the new Star Wars on Switch? No, I would absolutely play the new. Now, granted, this is one instance where I would probably play it on a home console first. But if I really liked it, nothing would keep me from buying it to replay it. 
I'm telling you because I know when that game is coming out, I would probably pick that game up on Switch. I believe you. Because, yeah, there's too much stuff coming out. So, I don't know, man. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't want to get too much more frustrated. Um, re- related more to the Switch, too, is that uh, Hero has dropped. I want to wait until Seth is on to super talk about this. Um, he's really fun to play as. He's only been out for like a day and a half. And uh, he's the the new Smash character here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've played as him, Chris. I don't know if you have Smash. No, I, I, uh, I traded it in. I suck. So, yeah. Hero's great and super fun to play as. And I love him. Uh, but he's very strange to play as, too. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Um, and then my bold prediction on the internet that Chris blatantly ignored, but I want to bring it up on this podcast, <laughs> uh, is that Garfield Cart 2 will outsell Death Stranding. It's not going to happen, dude. <laughs> and, I, and it'll be for the meme, and it'll outsell Death Stranding, and everyone's going to love this weird Garfield Cart game. I it's, guess memeable will be top shelf. It will be top shelf memeable content, but outselling Death Stranding, dude, that's yeah. r- that's rough. <laughs> that's where I'm getting at. I just want it to be weird. Um. So that that's the end of the news I have. I want to end the show with Chris's board game story. Cause yes. He, so yes, he, th- and this will. This will actually be good. Uh, I'm excited to do this, and it, it leaves us at a couple minutes, which we don't need like a full show to talk about this. So, uh, for those of you who like board games, which should be a lot of you, because board games are amazing and it's a great way to fellowship and have camaraderie with your friends. I actually just picked up an expansion for a board game today. I play board games almost as much as I play video games, and I suggest you guys play them too. Anyways, after the sweet plug, we for the first time, not for the first time, was. No, for the second time ever, I played uh, one of one of the games you really like, which is Betrayal. Um, not the Boulder's Gate one, but the House on Haunted Hill, right? Yep. Not, House on Haunted Hill? Yep. Okay. I keep thinking of Haunting of Hill House because that's it's, an amazing it's, show. It's actually Betrayal at House on the Hill. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Thank you. I keep thinking Haunting of Hill House, and I always say it wrong because that show was amazing. So we're playing this game, and... I love this game. It's awesome. But my little brother has this instinctual, he just has this instinct to just start talking about how great of a video game it would be. And he's absolutely right. The hardest part is programming all the RNG with the haunts and the different things that you would have to do. So I suggested, what if they started the game with you know your base movement and rolling for the haunt and everything like that and then what if they just had four haunts or something in the base game and then they started releasing expansions with the programming for the additional haunts i think that'd be a really cool idea and what what i don't know if they'll ever do it but what made me think about it is sometimes i don't have like at nine o'clock at night like I could ask David if he wants to play board games, but we're not going to have enough people and he's going to have to go to bed at like 11. So it's a 30 minute drive to his house. We're not going to get started till like 10 and it's pointless at that point. Not that I don't want to see him and I don't love him, but we're not going to even get a full campaign of something going. So I, uh, on the game pass next month, 
or this month, uh, Pandemic is actually going to be on the Xbox. It's coming to Game Pass, which I think is phenomenal. And the biggest issue that people have really? with Pan- yeah, the I didn't big know that. yeah, the biggest issue people have with Pandemic is that there's no multiplayer on the Steam version. So I'm wondering if they're adding it in. But even then, sometimes I'll just go on my Steam and play Carcassonne against AI because it's just so relaxing and fun. And so I fun fact, I own Game Pass. Or I own Carcassonne. I've never played it. I love Carcassonne, dude. But I want to make a call of action to developers out there. If you can do it, put some more board games on consoles. I'll play them. And I wanted yeah. to know if you shared that sentiment. So I Yes and no. The the there's a couple of board games I have on mobile. I have like Ticket to Ride on mobile. I have Catan on mobile. Um I, I'm actually really interested to see how Pandemic works on mobile, uh, which is really cool. Um But yeah, I I mean I, I would love to I don't know. There's something so intrinsically beautiful in my mind about being together and playing a board game together. Absolutely. And but, I, if I have that availability, I'm going to play it in person 100%. But as you know, life just is in the way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. And I, I think that that would be good for those moments because there's definitely something that I still feel that Xbox Live is missing like back in the day, I remember when Netflix had the ability to watch movies with your friends. Yes. And I mean, to be honest, there was, there was kind of a golden age of gaming where Netflix wasn't on your machine mm-hmm. as terrible as this sounds. Yeah. And so when you logged into Xbox live, you didn't see everyone watching TV or playing, playing Netflix. You, everyone was playing a game. Yeah. And so I kind of yearn for just more people to just play games on a yeah, level. I but, understand that. But yeah, board games in general, there's also just co-op stuff that yeah. doesn't include other people trying to get you. That's that's also what I love about board games is that there's ones where, you know, your friends are trying to get you. Yeah. But just a co-op experience where you're working on a puzzle together or yeah. something. That's why Pandemic to me is so amazing. I love that game. Yeah, Pandemic is a really complicated puzzle at times. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, me too. And there's there's even other ones like Forbidden um Forbidden Desert and gosh, Forbidden something else, but it's there's three of them. Forbidden and Island. Those games Forbidden Island, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where those games are also just puzzles. Yeah, and absolutely. You've got to work together to solve it. And we don't have games like that really. We we have the one we played it, uh, me, you and Andrea and Seth, where we played the the keep talking or the bomb explodes. Yes, that was amazing. That was real fun. I also wanted to die during it, but it was real <laughs> It was real fun. Um, it was a relationship tester for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. I'm with you. I agree with you for sure. Like I wish there was more. I, maybe less. My my sentiment is maybe less so board games 
but more so just co-op experiences that are more thought provoking than shoot them up shoot them ups yeah you know what i mean i'm with you i'm with you 100 <clears throat> so like uh oh the other week or no this wasn't the other week this was like months ago but in my head the other week means months ago i'm sorry <laughs> um me and seth were playing picross together huh like just sitting there picking out a puzzle together on the switch and it was just such a lovely little time. We're yeah. just talking about stuff and figuring it out. And if I would make a mistake, he'd call me stupid. And we just <laughs> kept going because that's how Picross works. You just keep going. And yeah, I just, you know, cooperative experiences that open floor for communication. Because there's also a lot of good talks that happen during board games. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. That You're was welcome, a good, dude. good talk. You're welcome. Um, and with that, that is the, the end of our show and we appreciate you listening and remember the Patreon if you want to give and also, um, support us by liking, sharing, and subscribing the, to the show on whatever platform and on social media. Um, found out the other week that if you say like, and share on Facebook, they will not show your post to anyone basically. Whoa. Okay. Because then you're telling people what to do with your content. Wow. So just uh, just be friendly to us on there, and we appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.